Hello, and welcome back to The Adolescent Effect. Today, I'm your host, Max Van Dusen, joined by my co-hosts, Parker Johnson and Spencer Scott. Today, we'll be diving right into the depths of conspiracies, some of which maybe not be suitable for our younger audience. Some of you might find these conspiracies rather disturbing, and viewer discretion is advised. Please take needed precautions to listen to this. So, let's just jump right into it. I've asked my associates to bring a conspiracy that they thought people needed to hear for this episode. I personally, I have brought in to the table, quite literally to the table, um, the Mayan sacrifices and their motives for doing such. So, in, age, in ancient Mayan society, as some of you may know, they, gra- they took little children, old adults, and medium adults. And they brought them to the top of towers and laid them on a table. <laughs> they would these people that they have they, that they took would not be suspecting what would come next. Their death. Wait, wait. Where's Maya again? <laughs> I'm not sure where Maya is, but... So how exactly did they get their sacrifices? How did they go about collecting the people that they were planning on sacrificing. So, back in the day, they... So, as many of you may know, a pill... So, pillowcases. Some use... (laughs) Some people use pillowcases to cover their pillows. Others use them... Others use them to go trick-or-treating. But the Mayans... This is what they would use to kidnap these children and old adults and medium adults. I prefer a bucket for trick-or-treating. Why would you prefer? <laughs> you can hold more candy statistically with a pillowcase. Depends on how big your bucket is. Buckets are not sturdy. <laughs> pillowcases just beat it, beat buckets in every way. Anyways, so these back to your question, um um, to kidnap these people, they would come into their homes in sometimes 3 a.m. in the morning just to sacrifice. Sacrificing to them was considered a good thing. And I can see where they're coming from, you know. Sometimes, um, killing another individual might seem good at first, but in the long run, it's probably not the best thing for your resume, So you they know? didn't, like, go to jail or anything? There wasn't jail back then. So, I know a lot about Mayan culture, and I know that they used sundials, but it would be night 
like it would be dark at 3 a.m. So how did they know when it was 3 a.m. and time to kidnap people? <laughs> I don't. That part's really confusing me. That's a valid question. Um, so I think I'm. I might not be right on this, but my sources tell me that um, to tell time, they so they didn't have Apple watches, obviously. That makes sense. But instead of Apple watches, they did have Kiwi watches. I don't. I'm unfamiliar with Kiwi watches. Kiwi. So basically, they would open the Kiwi, and inside, um, it would have a little clock. And that's what they, so that was considered a night watch at the time instead of the sundials. Well, could you still do that today? Like open up a kiwi and find a clock? No, because kiwis, ha- like humans, have evolved. Oh. That's they really don't need clocks anymore. Yeah, yeah and we, ca- we don't even need watches anymore either, so. Anyways, um, any other questions about mines that you guys have? Um, I'm just a little curious on how exactly they knew who to select to sacrifice because the process of selecting someone seems a little random did they have like any rhyme or reason behind choosing who exactly to sacrifice actually so there had to be certain requirements um many of the people chosen were either in some state of crime just to eliminate crime um others might have been orphans others maybe even straight a students it was it was a little bit random, but they had to have been at least five feet tall. Um, so many of the the childs with like disorders that were <laughs> that were taller than five feet at the time, they would be chosen. And what was the method of sacrifice that they used? Um, typically, the um, weapon that would be grabbed would be probably a kitchen knife. I thought you that you said they took him up to a tall tower. Were they like stabbing them on these towers, or I just assumed that they would push him off if they went up to a tall tower. I feel like there would be a bit more cleanup if they pushed them off. Depends on how. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Sorry. Irrelevant. It's all right. If you look at actually the thumbnail for this um, podcast, you can kind of see um, how these um, Mayans how they would do it. Um, so, obviously, we're not on a tower, but Wait, you don't know that. We might be on a tower. Anyways, um, they would, typically, the weapon was a kitchen knife. They would bring them up to the towers. I and, bet their wives didn't like that. Some of them weren't married. And how do you know they weren't husbands? That's, That's a good point. We could have maybe a two-father household. <laughs> Could be right on that. The Mayans were a very progressive society, as we know. And what about the... Didn't they say the world was going to end a couple years back? What happened with that? They did. They said it was going to end in 2012, but that's a story for another time. Okay. Indeed. So anyways, um, they, would t- they would typically take um, maybe some knives, some spatulas, anything in the kitchen, really. Um, like women? <laughs> not in this case sometimes even pancake griddles anything that could do the job but yeah so pushing them off towers was not very effective because then they'd have to go find the body and typically exactly. typically, um, the tradition was to 
put them in a casket filled with marbles. This would preserve their body and send them to a specified place in the next life. So they could live another day. Or another night. Wow, that's a really fascinating conspiracy theory. Just to make sure that you guys were paying attention, we're going to go ahead and add a little trivia section here. Grade your own papers. True or false, the Mayans were 60% more likely to sacrifice gay individuals. The answer is false. The Mayans loved gay people. Um, I think that I'm gonna go ahead and introduce my conspiracy theory. If you're okay with that, is Perfect. everyone good yeah. with that? Yeah. Okay. My conspiracy theory has to do with Kobe Bryant. Wait, there's many different Kobe Bryant's. I just could you specify which one? Kobe, Ewing, the Mamba, the Ghost, Glizzy Hands, Bryant, NBA star. Some oh, might recognize oh, okay. him. Yeah. I know for certain that Donald J. Trump put a bomb in Kobe's helicopter on the morning of January 26, 2020. Donald Trump visited Kobe Bryant's helicopter pad before his eventual liftoff and placed an atomic bomb inside of it. He got this atomic bomb from the Russians. It is well known and documented that he had very, very good um, relations with the Russians and he was able to obtain a nuclear bomb from them to put inside Kobe's helicopter. How much do you think it cost? It was given to him for free because the Russians don't like Kobe either. It's actually well known. Why, wait, why oh, don't they like him? Because he destroyed their national team in the Olympics. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's right. When he like jumped over it seemed, like three guys at a time oh, and dunked on them all. Seems a little bit extreme, don't you think? To give him, give him, give Trump a bomb. There's more to the story oh, than that. Okay. Of course. There always is. Donald Trump and Kobe Bryant never got along. They had a strained relationship for quite some time that all had to stem that all stemmed from former president Barack Obama. Many people don't know this, but Barack Obama is black. And and because of this, Kobe Bryant was a big fan of him. And Donald Trump didn't like that. He wanted Kobe Bryant to be his fan. But Kobe Bryant refused, and he was only a fan of Barack Obama. So that's why Donald Trump did not like him. And that's why he eventually murdered him and his daughter by placing an atomic bomb in their helicopter. And Donald Trump is a very big name and he was able to extort the media into saying that bad weather caused the crash but that's not the case i think you're right 
That's a really interesting conspiracy that you have. It's not a conspiracy. It's the truth. Why haven't we heard oh. about this? Because media cover-ups from Donald Trump. So he, he runs the media? He runs the media. Oh, and that's why it seems like they always hate him, because he doesn't want us to know that he runs the media. Okay, that makes sense. Media just... I don't know, it just seems to have control over the world. Yeah, they were able to completely erase the real reason for Kobe's helicopter crash. So we don't have, like, any footage of Donald J. Trump visiting Kobe Bryant's helicopter pad or anything? Nope, he was able to bribe the security guards to turn off the cameras in the at the helicopter pad. It's disgusting how what much money will do to some people. To say the least, how much money did he give them? Because that's kind of a big thing. Yeah. Um, well, the security guard there actually really liked Big Macs, so he gave him $7.50, which is enough to buy a Big Mac meal from McDonald's. Really... A shameful thing. What a sellout. That's terrible. Big Macs. If you're eating a Big Mac what, and listening to this right now, just just think about what that can do to you. Not not the way to go for would, your life. Would you kill Kobe Bryant for a Big Mac? <laughs> That's a question that we all need to be asking ourselves. All right, I think that about wraps it up for this conspiracy theorem. Parker, can we move to yours? <clears throat> yes. Um, mine is probably a bit more recent and relevant than theirs. Um, anyways, it's about Astroworld. A lot of you have probably heard about Travis Scott's um, concert. Happened about a week ago. Um, it was a pretty big thing. Um, I think it was in, like, Toronto or something. And, um, well, the thing was that there were a lot of people in the crowd, and I won't go over the details because it's pretty gruesome, but eight people died. And there... I can't, I don't know for myself whether or not this is true, but a lot of people have been suggesting that this was organized, this event was put on by Satan himself, and... As in Lucifer? As in the devil, yes. As in the estranged brother of Jesus Christ? <laughs> I guess you could call that, yeah, yeah. Um, so... Well, some people say that they saw him at the concert. So what does he look like? How did they know it was him? Well, it's pretty clear. He has long black hair, just as you would expect. And just looks like your average college student. Um, but the... <laughs> does he have horns? What about a tail? Well, I was about to say one of one of the defining factors of Satan is his tail, obviously. 
I've heard he has one of those like shoulder devils over him, like that follow him everywhere. Is that true? Uh, he is no, the devil. That, well, that wouldn't make sense. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk about that recently, but researchers have gone to prove that he does not have a shoulder devil. Hmm. Sorry. Any other questions about that? So, what what role did the security guards have over this? Well, I think it's pretty clear. They're the angels of hell. They are Satan's henchmen, so to speak. Um, I think it's pretty clear that they were in on all of it. And that's why they let all this happen. They could have controlled the crowd much better and avoided all those bad things. But they didn't. And it's obvious where their alliances were. Were you related to any of these eight people? Mm, no. Why do you ask? I just, it sounded like you, when you were telling the story, you had a really deep personal connection, and it just, I guess I was wrong. No, it's just, I have, well, I won't say I have a deep personal connection with Satan, <laughs> but I have a deep relationship of hatred with Satan, so... I just, I something well. that I don't quite understand is why, what is the motive behind this? Why would Satan choose that concert to... Oh, well, you bring me on to my next point. Travis Scott also was one of these henchmen of Satan. That no, we can no, talk about. I know Travis Scott. As no, many of you know, no, you we're, me and Travis go way back. We actually are way back, closely, like song. closely uh, related. You guys actually we share, share the it. same last yeah. name. Uh, um, we're actually pretty closely related. They look a lot like him too. Is he like, like your grandpa or like grandma? Um, he's my second cousin. Oh. Have you ever sense. been like on any of his concerts? Sometimes he comes to the family reunions, but I'm not. He just sits in the corner the whole time. Yeah, a lot of my aunts and uncles don't really like him. They think his music <laughs> is bad. But do they have another rapper that they enjoy listening to more? Um, they actually like Drake. Oh. Drake O. Malfoy, that is. <laughs> wow. But yeah, um, Travis, Travis would never do that. I know. We're, we're tight. He said that it wasn't him, so well, I believe him. You can vouch for him. I can vouch for him. I guess I'm, I stand corrected. This has to be put on by someone else. Clearly, the I, media is affecting our views. I guess the next um, culprit could be um, a rapper. He goes by the name of Little Uzi Vert. Um, as his name suggests, he's pretty little. He's about... <laughs> stands not taller than five foot four. He's one of the people that would be sacrificed. That's true. I didn't think about that, but um, there have been quite a few conspiracies that um, little Uzi Vert is a demon in his own right, and that his music is garbage, which I personally, I disagree with that generally, but he has said some some pretty suspect things, and it's taking him forever to drop his new album, so I'd, I'd say that yes, he is. What kind of suspect things is he saying? Like, suspect as in sus? Well, I won't share all of them, but yeah, I guess you could say he's 
<laughs> He's a pretty sussy baka. <laughs> so let me get this straight. Little Uzi Vert, who's a devil in his own right. In his own right. Enlisted Satan to sabotage my second cousin, Travis Scott. <laughs> Scott's co- concert in order to get back at him. Yeah, and we don't know what kind of divide there was between them. I don't know why he would want to hurt Travis like that and his reputation, but I don't know. I'm not sure. They must have had a falling out of some sort. I mean, if you think about it, it's kind of like the food chain, you know? Like, people, these viewers are, so to speak, plants. And Travis Scott and Little Uzi Vert, um, so to speak... They're the sharks. So, sharks eat plants. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Um, so, if if Travis eats more plants than um, Lil, little Uzi Vert eats, then he's not going to have enough food. So, True. it's just competition. It's I think it's really relevant in our world and right now. Exactly. I think we could say something else about that, is that just like Travis is eating... Little Uzi Vert's food, we are eating the animal's food, and so that's why that's where I think vegan veganism comes into play. Um, we're taking a whole lot of food from animals, and what are your thoughts on veganism? Is veganism like a religion? Well, in its own right, I guess you could say that. Sounds a lot like of people follow it pretty closely. They like Did, worship vegetables. I, so I guess, I guess you could say Travis Scott is like a human, almost, in that he eats animals' food. The animals being the Lucy Bird. <laughs> and uh, back to one more thing. Which is Travis on your mom's or your dad's side? Um, my mother. Well, she was actually raised in the South, so I uh, think it's pretty self-explanatory. And you guys have the same last names, right? Yeah, we do, actually. That's pretty cool. Uh, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Did you help him, like, make the Scots, like, that one song? Yeah, he was part of that. I, I was oh. part of that. I mean, well, yeah. He was, like, the feature on it. It was a pretty cool experience. Yeah. Did you, yeah. like, do some ad-libbing, or did you go, like, it's lit, or, like, anything like that? Yeah, that was actually me who said that. If you listen closely, you can tell. Oh. Wow. I can just hear that. It's pretty cool. Can you do it real quick? Oh, I don't I don't want to spoil the album. Oh, okay. Well, what about, like, just give any us, like, of the other ad-libs? It's lit! I can really see... That makes yeah. sense now. Yeah. That's, that's pretty How have I not heard yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> I just can't believe I didn't recognize that. All right, guys. Thanks for listening today. Be sure to um, follow the Adolescent Effect on Instagram and tell us any questions that you have about our conspiracies. Also, be be ready to look out for some merch. There, There is a conspiracy that there will be some merch available within a week or two. We could possibly be running a giveaway, so just be on the lookout. We'll post about it more on our story. Make sure to tune in for the next episode. It's going to be a good one. And we're signing off. See you guys.